You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You have arrived at your destination. Okay, so welcome to Comic Creatives under unusual circumstances, I would say. I would say. I would say so. We are not in the same room for obvious reasons. The world is crazy right now. So we're trying to be safe, trying to do the right thing, trying to keep everybody else safe. And we're recording in different spaces, which is unusual. So if you hear different sound to it, uh, please forgive us and go with us with that. We're trying to right. be trying to be good people and stay away and keep everybody healthy. Yeah. What else do you want to say about this episode, Joe? Yeah. We're, we're yeah we're trying to use the uh, the highest technology we can to record in different places. For sure. Um, we just can't see each other. Blah blah blah. blah. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're going to continue to to record uh, our topic specific episodes probably in this same kind of setup, and hopefully we'll actually be reco- releasing a little bit more uh, more frequently. Definitely. But for this episode and any episode that we title specifically, I don't know if these are going to be like quarantine specials sure. or whatever they're going to be. Yeah. We're just going to catch up, talk about what we've been doing, what we've been watching. Um, we have some time to actually like not. St- stress about work yeah yeah so well i mean well yeah we're going to continue to stress about work <laughs> of about course where that next paycheck's coming from yeah but. exactly uh, so these episodes are just going to be a little extras these aren't replacing uh, our usual episodes we will have those but think of this episode as just something to throw on in the background if you just kind of want to hang out with us this is not we're not going to dig deep we don't have notes for this we're just going to chat about what we've been doing what we've been watching what we've been thinking and these are going to be less edited than usual so we'll be stumbling over our words here and there uh, unfortunately i'm sorry for me <laughs> it'll be now me too and it'll be a lot more just like uh as if you were sitting in the room with us kind of thing just to give you some extra stuff to fill your time uh since we know a lot of us are at home and we'll try to keep it light because we know it's kind of a it's a weird time and we need to be comforted right now so yeah does that work for you that works for me excellent all right well enjoy this episode and we'll see you all with regular episodes soon true just spent we just spent like 20 plus minutes yeah on face tra- facetime trying to iron out some kinks of how to record our episode mm-hmm. in quarantine that's right that's right in self-isolation and luckily luckily i wasn't paying attention because my first joke was going to be <laughs> to say uh-huh hey 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 will i i like your outfit today oh i see I see. And because, because you I can't, can't see me. See you. Yeah, I get that. No. This is going to be a strange uh, experience being able to, because we, uh, a lot of our communication, even though I think the communication comes <laughs> off fairly well over the audio medium, a lot of our communication happens sort of visually and in the moment. It's different yeah. to speak when you're not in the same room. So this will be interesting. It is. Yeah. Um, one, so for me, yeah, go ahead. Um, I actually I actually do this quite a bit, um, mm-hmm. not not really in a con conversating kind of way. Oh, but, true. Yeah. Uh, part of my uh, day job is to use this same type of um, connection. We're actually using Source Connect, uh-huh. um, and I'm sure that their servers are are yeah kicking right now. Yeah, I'm sure. But a little shout out to the the guys over at Source Connect for for having this type of thing to where people can, you know, for 
for me, I can actually continue to work yeah. as long as the talent I'm working with has access to a home studio. Definitely. Um, but, you know, most of the people that I work with for radio, most um, are actually in different studios in Los Angeles. There's a guy yeah. I normally record with in Little Rock, um, a woman I record a lot in uh, uh, Colorado. Sure. And we, all, we just utilize this type of... Um, yeah, this type of technology to uh, record radio spots. Yeah, totally. I've never met these people, but I've talked to them a lot, and this is this is how we do it. Oh yeah. So you're not you're not completely outside your wheelhouse in doing this, and that is good. That that um, so for example, um, a lot of people are having hard times right now, understandably so. So it's good that you can continue to do this. I mean, if this whole terrible situation had happened a hundred years ago, uh, you would not have been able to. Well, you wouldn't have been able to record things for the listen box anyway but uh well yeah w- one thing that i've been uh enjoying during these past strain so first of all welcome to the common creatives podcast this is a weird episode we're not uh we don't have a particular topic just uh we wanted to check in with everybody and say hey because we know we're all going through a, a crazy and scary time and so we wanted to just check in and kind of have a just a ramble episode we'll, we'll see what we end up talking about this is just for fun to hang out so just just rambling it up just rambling it up one of the things that i've been enjoying while uh this has happened i mean a lot of a lot of negative stuff to focus on but to keep this to keep this as upbeat as possible one of the things i've really been enjoying is a lot of my favorite sort of creators and musicians and things like that have really been stepping up as much as they can to like give people what they usually enjoy so like there are podcasters that i listen to who like are doing live streams on youtube of them like playing games and doing silly stuff and uh one of my favorite musicians ever uh jeff rosenstock tonight has arranged a live performance of him and a bunch of other bands on his instagram uh stories so you can like go and watch a free concert and stuff and so yeah that's pretty cool yeah so i think that, that this is uh sort of our hopefully our um you know, I'm we're no Jeff Rosenstock, but this is hopefully our ability to just put out something, something fun, and that you know we're not going to go super deep into uh, deep ideas today. We're just going to hang out and chat a little bit. So, and uh, my uh, so my dogs are still getting used to the fact that I'm just kind of home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I feel like the the pups have a little bit of a, a jealousy regarding Tiff and I. So like the more we're all together, the more they're like, Oh, we're together. So yeah. like it, you know, Dolly's like, Waylon shouldn't be here, right? <laughs> oh, like I it see. should just be the three of us and I see. So a lot of barking you might yeah. hear. Um Yeah. A lot of sibling rivalry coming out. A lot of sibling rivalry. It's very much reminiscent of my childhood <laughs> with my sister. Oh and a little shout out uh my uh my sister uh I don't know, I guess a year ago or so, wrote her first novel, The Upworld. Yeah, yeah. And she's got it uh, listed for free in a Kindle reader or e-reader. Yeah. um, Right now for, you know, people who, like, don't have anything to do at home and want to read a book. So check that out. It's called The Upworld on Amazon. So the, the, the Kindle version is free right now. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw that you posted something about that. That's super cool. Hopefully people go out and I'm lucky enough to have a paper copy. So, um, but hopefully people who are doing e-reader stuff go and check that out. Absolutely. So, uh, speaking of, you know, 
novels, uh, books. Uh, what have you been doing? What have you been doing with your time? I mean, I know you're lucky enough to be able to work. So am I, because uh, I can teach remotely. Yeah. But uh, what have you been doing with, presumably you have a little bit of extra free time at home right now. So what have you been doing with it? Dog, I've been watching movies, man. <laughs> have you? <laughs> I haven't. It's it's a thing where like movies are like my favorite thing, okay? Yeah. Um, Just sit down and watch a movie with like without feeling anxious about me sitting down and you know because when you're when you're like i'm a freelancer essentially i run a business but essentially i'm a freelancer at what i do yeah and um you know i'm making more money now than i did in a touring band right Mm -hmm. but i'm not rolling in money sure so like (laughs) when i'm not working (laughs) like typically i kind of feel anxiety about it yes uh um, because the only money I make is is when I'm moving and working and thinking about that next you know that yeah. next paycheck or the next movie I'm gonna to work on or if the movie I'm working on right now if I'm think you know if it's like if I'm not making it just great then yeah. maybe this this producer will never work with me again that kind of thing but right now everyone's like y'all stay home relax yeah. don't go yeah. out and touch things exactly. Like, you know, I'm just you know I'm a I'm just assuming that I'm a carrier of this thing. Sure. And I'm just sitting at home watching movies, yeah. enjoying time with you know my uh, my dogs and yeah. Tiff and like. Sure. It's it's like it's it's like a little silver lining yeah. for my personal life in in a time of crisis to just like. Sure take a deep breath and you know not a yeah. too deep of a breath outside in like a supermarket or anything, <laughs> yeah but like, exactly you know take a deep breath and like just like relax just kind of exist for a minute yeah i mean one of the one yeah. of the things about this i was talking to um chris my roommate about this is like this is a horrifying time and i don't want to downplay it like this is scary stuff and we all have like a civic duty to stay out of each other's faces and to not gather in groups etc cetera, etc cetera. all this kind of stuff like this is our this could be like our sort of world war ii right this is where we all have to band together to right do something for all of us whatever and so that's scary um, the flip side of that, right, without downplaying all the horrific parts, the flip side of that is it does kind of, I do feel like kind of a background tension. And again, I'm speaking in a privileged position as somebody who can work from home, but I'm, I, I do feel this sort of relaxation of this sort of go, go, go mentality that we all seem to have gotten into. You know what I mean? Where if you're doing, right. if you're totally. doing something, if you're engaging with a piece of art, if you're watching a movie or whatever, you have this constant to-do list hammering at the back of your mind. And we've all sort of been forced to not have that. And that's harder for, uh, for some of us than for others, right? I'm, I'm very, very lucky yeah. to be in the position yeah. I'm in. But nonetheless, it is, there is a part of it that, as you said, silver lining, where I don't feel the stress of being productive as much. And I think that's healthy from a human yeah. perspective. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. no, I, I completely agree. And uh, right now, it's like if, if you're not working, like, yeah, you, there's all there, like, you've got this little rectangle in your hand that like connects you to so many things. Sure. Where it's like the, you know, the little thread that kind of attaches you to all these things you should and could be worrying about is like in your pocket at all times. Yes. That doesn't go away, obviously. Like, yeah. You yeah. know, we're. We're, as a as a species, we're ruined at this point, <laughs> you <laughs> right. know, regarding yeah, like sure. how we interact and the and the things we're addicted to. Sure, not that we can't you know get better at that, but sure, yeah, um, yeah, no, definitely, but yeah, it's it's, I think it's kind of like 
you know, making a little bit of a lemonade out of uh, a, a lemon if <laughs> yeah. you can. Doing your best, yeah. But if absolutely. you can't, um, you know, hopefully, you know, all you know, it, there's this kind of global, um, yeah, what feels like you know a global thing of like mm-hmm. people are really trying to step up in any way they can, yeah. like. Yeah. You know, for me, like all the all the emails I typically get on a, you know, normal basis are from different software d- companies that like, yeah. you know, with, you know, that make these these products that I use for work and mm-hmm. stuff. And most of them are offering like 90 day free yeah. home licenses for yeah. people, you know. Um, yeah. There are a lot of different companies who are saying like, hey, don't don't worry about paying for your thing this month. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know. <laughs> like yeah. or you know, it just those little little acts. Absolutely, like, you know. Yeah, uh, you probably hear Waylon. He's <laughs> yep. really upset. Yeah, no, it, it's it's sort of forced. Uh, some of this has sort of forced us to treat each other like human beings a little bit more than we would have in sort of a normal situation. And while it's like we're like we keep saying not to underplay it, not to say that it's nothing, etc. We got to take it seriously. At the same time, one of the upsides is you know I've seen like here in our city they've stopped doing evictions. Um, until further notice, further notice, right? Right. And, and the quote that I saw from like the sheriff's office was, "We have to treat people as human beings first. And it's like that is that's something a sentiment that I didn't want it under these circumstances, but I have been craving to hear that sentiment um, in our sort of public discourse for a very long time. And so uh, yeah. when I see things like that, I'm like, well, that's that's something. You know what I mean? That's something good. Um, sure. Yeah. yeah. So so you said you've been watching a lot of movies. Um, what, I have. What you been watching? Anything good? Anything you want to tell us about? Anything we need uh, to talk about? Well, the most recent one I watched mm-hmm. uh, was one that I think you watched yesterday. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about this, yeah. And that is, uh, yeah, Satanic Panic. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. on... Um, you ended up watching... You did watch it, I right? did, yeah. I watched it last um, night. This is a movie that's on... It's on Shudder. Yeah. And um, Shudder is like a uh, curated horror, uh, I guess... Some sci-fi, some thriller, but yeah. mainly horror. Yeah, a uh, little Netflix to where. Yeah, you know everything on it has somebody who said, you know, this is a good uh, kind of uh, movie for the genre that I think you should watch. Sure. And uh, yeah, Satanic Panic just dropped on it, and say, it's a movie I've been wanting to watch for quite a while. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so it, I, I was very excited to see that it was on uh, Shutter, and so I just pretty much immediately just threw it on and watched it because, uh, yeah. And then I saw it like we yeah. um, for listeners out there, we're Joe and I are currently sharing a Shutter account, um, which is another nice thing about we Shutter. Are. Um, and so when I pulled it up, it was like I hit play, and it was like in the credits, and I was like, oh, I bet Joe already saw this. <laughs> so um, yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a fun movie though. I really enjoyed it. I've been it wanting to watch it for movie. a while, and. Uh, yeah, it was super fun. It has uh, who who's in it? Um, what's her name? Uh, Rebecca. What's what the is her name? Uh, Rebecca Romaine? I think so. Is that her? The I think the biggest actor mm-hmm. is is that her name? I think so. Is that how you say that? Rebecca Romaine Stamos. R O. Yeah. R O M I J N. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. No, that's how you spell. I'm pretty sure it's Rebecca it's, Romaine Stamos. It's Mystique. It's yes. Mystique from X Men. Yeah. Uh, she was uh, in uh, one of the Star Trek shows that I watched growing up. Yeah, I think her name was uh, was, was name? she like one or something or something. I don't think that's yeah, her. She was in the Star Trek show. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's. I thought that was somebody number else. Number one. Her name was n- number. Rebecca uh, Romaine Stamos. In... I'm gonna fight you on this. I'm not sure. I really? am, I am very skeptical that that was her because she was Star like a. Trek. She was like a. Um. She was like a. a yeah. Her name was. 
she was like a swimsuit illustrated uh is that what it's called sports illustrated swimsuit model and stuff and she was married to the guy from full house um uh what's his name um well stamos the stamos guy from full house um john stamos yeah 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 she was in, I, she was in some Star Trek thing. I think you're confusing right. her with Short uh, Treks. The one oh, she was from, in a uh, I was go ahead. I was thinking you were confusing her with the woman from Voyager. Um Do you know do you know what I'm saying? Uh, anyway, I don't know. I feel like there's another actor who looks a lot like her that you're mixing her up with, but oh. I would I wouldn't swear to I th- it. I I I yeah, you may be right. I yeah. completely thought that was <laughs> who that was. Yeah, I don't think so. I, she she's uh, Rebecca Romaine Stamos was like a, a Sports Illustrated swimsuit person. She did other stuff. I'm she sure. Wasn't, I don't mean she to undersell her. And she did play Mystique. She played though, Mystique. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, she was yeah, in that. Okay. Um, but I just don't think she was like Star Trek level. Um, <laughs> not to downplay her right now. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. For some reason, I always thought the the actor who played Mystique was in Star Trek. Yeah. And then I I just glanced at um I just glanced at a uh, imdb yeah and she's listed under a star trek short film <laughs> oh okay and i just put and that huh. just that just uh it uh and it uh uh what do you call it, it fueled the fire of oh, the thought yeah, that yeah. i've always had yeah 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 who um, was that no i know who you're talking about okay. yeah her name was uh was it number nine or something was it like nine was that her name uh, the woman Maybe, from I don't Voyager. Know. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll figure it's it out. Blowing my mind. Point. Everything's different now. Everything's different. Jerry Ryan. Jerry seven Ryan. Of yeah. Nine. Seven of nine. That's what it Man, was. Man, yeah, yeah. she looks just like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just they look pulled a lot it up. Alike. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They look a lot alike. Yep. Definitely. I always thought that Jerry Ryan played Mystique <laughs> until today. Really? Oh my goodness. Yes. That is wild. Yeah. Huh. That's is so she funny. Older or something? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. She. I mean, she might be a little bit, but um, no. I just. I know Rebecca. Oh, she's. They're. They're four years. Yeah, they're four. Four years difference. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much. So the not same. really. Yeah, but uh, no. I. I um. I just knew Rebecca Romaine Stamos because she was married to. I mean, she played Mystique, obviously. But the way I knew her before that was she was married to um the the cool uncle in uh, Full House. Uh, right. Stamos. Yeah. Yeah, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't. I don't. I didn't. I don't know anything about John. St- most other than full house yeah and that's like where it stops no i get that for my knowledge but the the film was cool what did you did you have initial thoughts on it i mean we don't have to we didn't prepare notes for listeners no. we're just chatting um, but so i heard about this movie um yeah the uh the director chelsea stardust i she was a guest on one of my kind of uh favorite kind of filmmaking horror podcasts called the uh, movie crypt oh yeah 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 and uh she was talking about this movie and you know she mm-hmm. she got her start as an assistant in Hollywood so she was um she was Jason Blum's assistant for a long time several hmm. years cool and uh she left Blumhouse in order to like kind of make her first feature and yeah. um this is it nice. and uh she i think what's so cool about this movie um it ha- it has a very kind of I think my biggest critique of the movie is like the tone changes a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, Tonally, it doesn't, it's not super stable. Yeah. But at the same time, like, like the style of the movie, um, the score, which is by a band called Wolfmen from Mars, which is dope. Oh, nice. All those pieces kind of put together with the look and the the pizza shop and, and then all of these like huge kind of fancy, like, uh, 
rich houses kind of just all the all the pieces together are a a style that i just or an aesthetic that i just really liked yeah that makes sense yeah no it does it felt to me a little bit like um it didn't feel overly art directed i guess like it was there but i don't know if it was the sort of um the sort of camera quality or just the sort of crisp clarity of the picture where it almost felt like they just wheeled the camera out and just started shooting things um i mean right. there, there like was they just got yeah they got some solid locations that they probably didn't yes. have a ton of money to change a lot yeah exactly means, yeah. and and some of it was i mean the movie so we may, may spoil this um the movie culminates in a sort of big satanic orgy <laughs> kind of thing um yeah. at the end and they're going to do a, a sacrifice and they're going to you know impregnate someone with a, a one a demon's child or something and so that has quite a bit of sort of set dressing on it and like costume work and stuff like that but even right. a lot of the stuff that i felt like uh, I, I felt like the sort of cinematography wasn't particular, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but it wasn't particularly stylized, I guess. Do you know sure. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, overall, I, I really enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the sort of tongue-in-cheek nature of it. Like, there are very right. gross it's, I mean, scenes, it's a comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a comedy for sure. For sure. I also thought that it was it was kind of funny. As I was watching it, I was like, I kept just thinking over and over, these Satanists are... Re- uh, they're just capitalists like that was, yeah that was sort of yeah. my whole take like their philosophy is just hardcore capitalism like <laughs> yeah and they, i mean there's a there's there was a funny funny line in there that i yeah. when i watched it i'm like oh will get a chuckle of that yeah. like where uh the the lead character is told that they're satanists and she's like oh uh one of one of my friends is a satanist he's yeah. a vegan he's you know vegan. like that's <laughs> yeah, true yeah. it's yeah. like i'm like yeah. yeah these these this movie just really <laughs> painted the exactly correct picture of satan satanists i know yeah it was it was kind of fun because like the uh i love i love just representations of like black magic and occultism and satanism and all that stuff in movies like um it's just such a hodgepodge like as somebody who's you know studied that stuff to some in some depth like they yeah. would just have like they're they ha- they're summoning Baphomet, who they they sort of get completely wrong, and then they they like, yeah. but it, they're they're not worried about it. It's a silly movie, and no, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's they're kind of poking fun at the whole thing. Yeah, of course, and they have uh, um, what is it? Uh, they they ch- they do that. I say they're capitalists because they do that chant right before they start saying "Hail Satan," where they say like. Uh, uh, death to the weak, wealth to the strong, or something. It's about yep. like you know, <laughs> it's just about yeah, survival of the fittest, survival of the fittest, all this kind of sort of yeah, capitalist <laughs> stuff. And um, and uh, there there's one, and they also just have a hodgepodge of like various like sort of Wiccan things. At one point, she says, "As above, so below," and all this kind of stuff. Like they just they, you know, they just throw it in a pot and stir it all up. It's just like oh, yep. this is just weird, dark religious stuff, which is super fun. I mean, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, so. Um, so the, the story was, uh, kind of the screenplay was written by this guy, but the story was co-written, if that makes sense. You know, you, you come up with a story, write a story, a screenplay is just the, uh, the actual craft of putting it on screen and and putting the words in people's mouths and that kind of thing. Definitely. So people understand. So when you see a, a credit that says story by screenplay by, that's what that means. Yeah. But, um, I don't even know how to say his last name is his, tell me if you can, G E O. G H E G A N. Ooh, I don't. I don't Geog- know. Geog- Geog- <laughs> Ted. 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 Um, yep. And he, uh, for any of you guys who like 
like uh, independent uh, horror movies of yeah. the 2000s. Mm-hmm. He wrote and directed a movie called We Are Still Here, mm-hmm. um, which is a cool, cool little ghost story. Yeah. Uh, that came out like five years ago. Nice. The 2010s, I guess. And he also wrote a movie called Mohawk, and uh, he was uh, associated with the ABCs of Death, which yeah. is a... Um, he was, I think he was a producer on that. So cool. Well, the, and actually, interestingly enough, you're you're mentioning the story by, but uh, the the other co-author of the story and the writer of the screenplay, Grady Hendrix. I know him mm-hmm. already. Okay. Um, he wrote uh, several horror novels. One of which I read not too long ago. He was oh he, cool. He was yeah. He was best known for his like a book called like Horror Store, and the, it's it's S T O with like an umlaut. Um, S T O R. Apparently, that movie's in production. Oh really? The, uh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I di- I didn't read that one, but I read. Um, oh, my- the production has been announced. So, okay. Like, yeah. They're so not- sure. Yeah. Um. So but, so yeah. it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Someone said something. But he also wrote a he also wrote one called my my best friend's exorcism, which was a really cool book and was really fun. It was sort of like a it had pokings of a YA like the uh, the cover of the book looked like a VHS tape that you would have rented in the mid eighties or something like that. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. and it was this story of it was like comedy but it was also horror and it was really good and so when i saw his name at the end in the credits i was like well yeah of course like that's a total perfect total grady hendrix like tone um so yeah he's really good i recommend that a lot also one person that was in this that i noticed and i don't know his name uh i will look it up and see if i can find it but was a guy who rob zombie works with a lot um one of the um one of the we've talked about rob zombie quite a bit uh also you have I believe this is the same guy. Was the pizza guy in this also one of the guys in House of the Devil? Am I am I making that up? Huh. Um, I was thinking he was, but I am not sure. And then the other individual. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Was it? Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yep, yep, yep. Apparently he was also in the sacrament, um, so he's a Ty West guy. Sure. Yep. And yeah. and I don't know the other guy's name uh, who has worked with Rob Zombie, but I know he's one of the... Uh, oh, here he is. Yep. He is... His name is Jeff Daniel Phillips. Jeff Daniel Phillips was in... Um, I want to say he was in Devil's Rejects. He was definitely in Three from Hell. He was in... Okay. Rob Zombie did a music video for a song called Everybody's Fucking in a UFO, and he was in that. Um, yeah, and it looks like he was Satanists. in uh, the Lords of Salem as yep. well. Yep, yep. He was one of the three in the Lords of Salem, one of the three like DJs or whatever. Yeah, and uh, um, on yep. uh, speaking of, Rob, he was in Thirty One. Cool. Yep, he's done a lot he of was with in, Rob Zombie. He was an Agents of Shield. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, that's cool. That's um, fun. But uh, speaking of Shudder, um, yeah. oh Jerry O'Connell is also in this movie. Yeah, which that's a fun, right. A fun little. That's right. He was fun in this. Yeah, yeah. He uh, for those of you who don't know who Jerry O'Connell is, come on. Yeah, come on, like, get with it. Come yeah, on, 90s, Stand by Me. 90s heartthrob, right? Wasn't he? Uh, oh, he was. He in Stand was, by me. but oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he yeah, got to yeah. start in Stand wow. by Me. Wow, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. He's great. Yeah, nice. But uh, speaking of Shudder, sure. it looks as though you recently watched Three from Hell. Uh, I did watch a, a little over half of it. I haven't finished it yet. Okay, um, but I did watch some of it. Uh, and it was good. It wasn't. Was it? Uh, well, 
<laughs> it depends on everyone. Uh, as I, <laughs> even even the big Rob Zombie fan friends that I have, they're like, yeah. it wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, it, it depends. It's like it's like if you want some Rob Zombie, it will give that to you. That's basically sure. what it is. It's not unwatchable by any means, but it's yeah, certainly not. It, I mean, if you're not already into Rob Zombie, it's fine. It's not an on ramp. It's nothing you right. need to worry about. Well, well, from what I understand, like Rob Zombie wants to branch out, right? Sure. Yeah. And we won't let him. We won't let him. Yeah. And we, yeah. meaning, uh, so we we uh, we vote on the types of movies we want to see from sure. the types of creators, and we don't realize this, but yeah. whatever we purchase, um, whatever ticket you buy for the movie, that you're voting that you want that type of thing. So yeah. if you're like, if you're always complaining about, you know, there only being Marvel movies in the theater. Yep. And you don't go watch indie movies in the theater, there then like, go. hey, come on, you're. And I'm not saying you can fix it, but like, but that's why you're, you're also part of the reason, you <laughs> sure. know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But definitely. at the same time, there, I, I, on the other side of that coin, there's not a ton of uh, options yeah. for cool indie movies playing. Yeah, it's the hard to catch right them now. too. Uh, it's hard to catch them as well, actually. And this will yeah. this will segue me into another thing that I watched that we won't we'll talk about in the future. Uh, but you and I spoke about this briefly. I did watch. Um, what I was going to say is sometimes it's hard to catch indie movies in the theater because there there's they're a movie, in and out. They're in and out. Yeah, there was this movie that I watched this week that I, I had to watch at home not only because of the self isolation but also because <laughs> of the because um, when it was in theaters here in the city there was one showing per day at one theater I think something along. The those lines and so right or maybe two theaters but nonetheless it was hard to catch and that was uh color out of space with nick cage yeah which i just rented mm-hmm. and watched the other day i won't spoil yeah. anything because we're gonna be we'll talk about it on an upcoming episode to some degree um totally. but it was very fun it was good overall liked it would love to watch it again um probably should buy a, a hard copy instead of just yeah. renting it but uh but yeah it was cool that was another thing that i that i watched yeah. Um the other movie I watched uh yeah. this this whole episode is just what what, what movies are you watching <laughs> I got some, now that you're you're yeah. allowed to. Well, I got some books too. I'm going to talk I'm going to talk about books, not all movies, but yeah. Cool. Well, I'm the I'm a movie guy. Yeah, so. I know. <laughs> um a movie that I've been and, and all of these most of these movies I'm going to mention are movies that you probably or may or may not know to like go watch. Yeah. Um, you mean me specifically like, or people listening as well? Just people in, in, yeah. in general. Sure. Just because I'm such a, a nerd with like the movie or the movie crypt and those types of podcasts where these indie filmmakers come on and, and rep yeah. their uh, stuff. Yeah. Um, and a lot of these, sometimes with these movies, like the chances you get to watch them are at like South by Southwest or VOD when it drops. You know sure. what I mean? Yeah, of course. But the other movie I watched is a movie called Freaks. Okay. Um, it came out uh, a couple years ago. Okay. And there's actually a really cool story about how it uh, was made. It's written and directed by uh, a uh, duo. So okay. Zach uh, Lepofsky <clears throat> sure. and Adam B. Stein. And what's interesting about these guys is like they also uh, directed um, the Kim Possible movie for like huh. uh, for for Disney t- television. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of their passion project. Um, but yeah. they wrote this script, and it's actually a really cool uh, sci-fi script cool. Um, that I really enjoyed. And uh, Emil Hirsch is in it. And yeah. basically, they what I like so much about this movie is, uh, first of all, it's a good movie. But second of all, the story behind how they got it made is really interesting. And the story was um, the the guy that was being interviewed, Zach, who's mm-hmm. one of the writers and directors, sure. went to uh, a uh, talk, like uh-huh. a 
public speaking sure. thing yeah. led by, um, what's his face? We just talked about him <laughs> in the Greta Gerwig episode. Oh, uh, Mark Duplass? Yeah, Mark Duplass, idiot. Um, yeah, so they <laughs> Mark Duplass basically, you know, Mark du, like they kind of, these two different filmmakers, Mark Duplass and Zach Lebowski, mm-hmm. um, share mm-hmm. differing views on like, Zach is completely okay with one for me, one for them, one for me, one for them. Sure, because yeah. one for them gives him the comfort yeah. to do one for me yeah. financially, right? Of course, yeah. It's not as creative, you know, and, and I get that. Mark Duplass, his, his, you know, he's like, no, all for me, all for me. And just yeah. make, like, if you don't just have any money, make it without any money. Yeah. And this kind of uh, rang true to this director of Freaks, where he was like, okay, we wrote this script. A lot of people really like this script. Yeah. And uh, I don't think we're ever going to get the money to make it. Sure. So we're going to make it for nothing with our friends. Uh, my buddy has a 5D. Um, and we have time. We have friends who are actors that have time. Uh, we have, you know, a DP friend, so on and so forth. So basically, it's like let's all just get a, get together on the weekends and make something together. Yeah. Unless we find money while we're doing this. Yeah. So they would continue to let people read it and like, oh well, some this person got interested. Oh well, if this person's interested, then this financer will throw a little money at it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And this kind of snowballed to where to where eventually eventually they let Emil Hirsch read it, hmm. and he was like. Oh no, I have to play this role and they're like, you know, we don't have that much money. He's like I think his quote was like um let's make everyone who turned this down regret it. Yeah. Um which is a cool approach. <laughs> he he, yeah. he thinks the script's just dope and he he wants to make it. For sure. And after he got attached, they had more financiers and, and financiers and eventually they made the movie for a yeah. million dollars. Okay, cool. Um so even though they planned on making it for nothing, yeah. you know, they end up ended up you know yeah, getting the money, but they were going to make it regardless. Gotcha. Yeah, um, which is a a cool, a cool as far as the creative process. It's yeah, like, it could have been a very different movie, but like you know, if you're just sitting and waiting for <clears throat> the stars to align or for the perfect no for the sure. perfect you know uh, avenue to to make the thing you want to make. Yeah, you know, just make a thing. Just make it. Yeah, definitely. And sometimes, sometimes Emil Hirsch will help you get a million dollars <laughs> right. for it. Yeah, exactly. Know? So, where did you? Uh, what what service did you watch this on? Did you uh, watch it? It through? is on. Do you rent it? Or? It was on. No, I think it's on Netflix. Oh, okay, cool. I may have to check that I, out. I think. Yeah. It, it was Netflix or Hulu, but cool. I think Netflix. Yeah. Um, another movie that I am going to watch. I've seen it before, but I want to watch it again. I just saw that it's on Shutter. Is uh, it's called in the? What is it called? It's something. It's some riff on H.P. Lovecraft's uh, at the Mountains of Madness. Uh, is it in the Mouth of Madness? I think with um, oh, what's his name? Jurassic Park. Um, you know the the main doctor in Jurassic Park. Um, Grant. Grant. Yep. Uh, Doctor Grant. Uh, it's him. Yeah. Neil something maybe. Anyway. In the mouth. Um, yeah. In the mouth of madness. But it's on Shutter and it's a really good. Uh, oh, it's like a '94. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's really, really cool, and so I want to watch that. I would, I would be down Sam Neill. Yes, Sam Neill. It's one of the best. Uh, it's oh, it's Carpenter. Yeah, yeah, it's Carpenter. Yeah, it's uh, you can't, uh, you can't. I've said this again, and I'll say it on our upcoming Lovecraft episode. You can't do Lovecraft really, but uh, in, as a movie. But this sure. one, this one gives it a good shot, and Color Out of Space gave it a good shot. And so when I saw that was cool. on there, I was very excited. I want to rewatch it. So it's also just a fun, just a fun John Carpenter movie. 
So, yeah. Uh, actually, speaking of Sam Neill, that's the other movie yeah. I watched. I, uh-huh. I watched a couple more, but the the other movie I watched was uh, uh, the Taika Waititi movie, uh, the, the Hunt Hunt for the Wilder People. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Which I think cool. that's all on Hulu as well. Nice, yeah, it's great. It's it's uh, uh, dir- ki- directed by him. Yeah, written and directed by cool. him. Cool. Um, I think it was his second or third feature. Very cool. It came out a few years ago, and it stars Sam Neill. Yeah. Um, and the kid from Deadpool too. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he got that role from from he got the role for Deadpool pull two from um, that movie. From this movie. Nice. Uh, yeah, I remember. I remember it's that really kid good. being really good. So I'll have to check that out for sure. He's got that that <laughs> New Zealand <laughs> accent to the yeah. nines that. For me, it's like I actually really like that accent, yeah. especially now that I'm like a big like Taika fan. Yeah, yeah. But there's just something there's just something uh, to where jokes can just land easier in that accent. No, I get that. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. Uh, there's something it, when you play it right. It's not like you're laughing at the accent, but something about uh, it's no. not like the accent's funny, like a like a hillbilly accent or something. But it's just like yeah, it's so, something about how jokes land. It, it does yeah. sound it's more effective somehow. Um, well, do you want to take, um, uh, first of all, let me just say, I'm going to edit this bare bones. Like I'm not going to do much clipping on this. I think I'm just going to sure. let it kind of let it roll. Um, do you want to take a quick sec and listen to a, a spot for another podcast and then come back? Okay. Okay. Uh, check this, uh, check this spot out everybody and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Stephen Long, and I host a show here on Rock Candy called Sacred Tension. It's about the spiritual discipline of asking questions. If you find yourself uncomfortable in your faith, or if you find yourself caught between modern science and ancient religion, or if you're curious about the journeys of others who are sorting out faith and doubt, Sacred Tension is a place where nothing is off limits. You will find conversations with pastors, cult experts, spiritual leaders, and skeptics, all discussing the ways we navigate the faiths we were given find sacred tension right here on rock candy and wherever you listen to podcasts all right so yeah so we're just chatting just hanging out with uh, whoever's listening as opposed to giving you the usual in-depth you know uh sl- slicing what's the word i'm looking for slicing um, sli- <laughs> slicing cultural commentary that we usually do yeah uh, we're just kind of we're just kind of chatting another thing that uh i've been doing recently and then I may have to I may have to bribe you to, to try to get you to join in on this occasionally. Is okay. uh, is I've been playing a lot of role playing games online virtually with my friend Mitchell and my roommate Chris, and we've been playing one called. So this is for folks who don't know. It's basically like a Dungeons and Dragons style thing, but it's not Dungeons and Dragons. But it involves right. rolling dice and collective storytelling and whatever. And so the one we've been playing is called Mothership, and it's basically like a 70s retro space you know blue collar like alien like the first alien um, yeah it's basically Very like cool. that that type of thing so we've been doing that a lot and it's are you real u- utilizing like skype or how uh, you doing yeah there's a there's a um website called roll 20 it's roll 20.com oh, cool. i think and it just it's basically this so it's always been there a lot of people just play like this but of course mm-hmm. now we're we're staying apart and so this is a great way to do it so it has like a video feed and an audio feed and also it's got like the rules built in so you don't have to like shuffle through papers to find what everything is it's just like yeah and you don't even have to have dice like it has that built in obviously so if you need to roll like three d20s you just click the button for three d20s and then you find out what happens so um very so, cool yeah it's been really 
been really fun and uh, have gotten to learn. And I'm going to do my best. I'm going to try to uh, run a. Uh, I'm going to try to run one at some point. So that'll be that'd be a good time, like a horror one yeah. or something. So it'd be super fun. But have you ever have you ever played a role playing <coughs> game like that at all? Um, I don't know that I have actually. Yeah, I I didn't Mm-mm. think I had played with you, and I didn't know that yeah. you had played otherwise. So I wasn't sure. But yeah, I'm. Yeah, I, I would be interested to see how I, like, I'm I'm the type of person that like like even playing a game of, game of cards, yes. I just don't enjoy it. I know, I know. So that's um, an interesting thing. That's why, yeah. um, because I know like if we have like board game nights or something, I know that that's yeah. not your deal. Like you're not super no. into board games. Um, and I I can yeah. I can get into it when we're there. Sure, but there's just something about it like yeah gives me anxiety or something interesting i would be that's part of why i would be curious to see and it may be the kind of thing where you play once and you don't like it and that's fine but i would be curious to see you playing a role-playing game because it's so much more um it's not really even that it's about narrative it's just so much more free-flowing it's it's basically collective storytelling with someone who's in charge who you have to listen to but you also have this randomness factor in there so there's not like oh, when this happens, you have to do this or you lose this many points or whatever. It's just like, sure, here's what I want to do. How do we, what yeah. happens? You know, that kind of thing. So, cool. I'd, I'd be curious, but... Yeah, I would too. Yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, I've been reading. I've been reading a little bit. So that's been that's been fun. I've been reading a biography of H.P. Lovecraft, which is uh, kind of enjoyable. I don't like biographies, but um, yeah. I've been... I've been telling myself that it's prep for our hp lovecraft episode but really i would totally i would have read it either way so yeah (laughs) been reading that been reading some thomas Ligotti, which is very nihilistic and and sort of feeds into that part of my brain right now now. sure so um yeah been doing that been reading a little comics here and there so yeah man i've been i've been reading nothing yeah uh recently no fair enough Uh, it's been a while since i've like sat down to read sure and yeah. I and I think part of that is like I feel so anxious uh, about mm-hmm. my time yeah. that you know if yeah. I get a chance to sit down I kind of want to watch a movie I haven't like definitely I I get anxiety about the amount of movies that I haven't seen <laughs> that I really want to yeah yeah um, I get that so yeah it is hard have you uh, have you been doing anything uh, just creative in this time I mean granted this has only been going on for like a week so it fe- I mean it feels like right. a year. But um, yeah. have you have you done anything like per, sort of personally creative? I mean, I know your work is, but mm, no, I've I've done some brainstorming for sure. some. Uh, um, I've I've got uh, a few feature ideas that I've brainstormed just kind of by myself. I've got this little notebook that I write in, sure, um, where I'll just kind of write about the character I'm thinking, just uh-huh. to like keep it down on on paper. Yeah. Um, but I think ideally I'd love to try and find more time to write during this down during the downtime. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, yeah, no, for sure. I have a yeah. couple of short story ideas. I would like to redo the the short story that I submitted a little while ago, or or revamp yeah. it a little bit. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd like yeah. to get you my uh, my notes on that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, send them whenever. Uh, yeah. and, and another thing I would like to do now that so for folks who are listening, obviously we're recording in different spaces and. Uh, part of the impetus to do this or part of the way that uh, we were able to do this is I went ahead and got this piece of equipment that allows me to record at my place instead of having to yeah. go to Joe's. So um, also I'm hoping to maybe track out some songs
songs that I've had for a while. I've had like an, Sweet. had like an EP pretty much for like uh-huh. almost a year and just I'm just lazy. Like the songwriting is easy. You just get it. pick up an instrument yeah. and write whereas the recording of it is like I don't want to sit in a room and shake a shaker for 2 hours. Like that sounds yeah. boring. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm hoping I can push myself to do that a little bit. But Maybe you maybe you need to like uh, branch out from the shakers, you know. That's true. Maybe no more shakers. Um, maybe uh, no more shakers. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I mean, you don't need shakers. It's fine. No, you don't need one. Uh, no. Logic actually has a really solid built-in shaker loop. Oh, does it really? Just so they, there's nice. two that I really like actually. Very cool. Yeah, I may have to look. <laughs> yeah. I may have to look into that because all the shakers on our record were were just me in a room. So. Yeah. I yeah. mean, ideally, if you can record a shaker well, then yeah. I always recommend that. Um, sure. But for like, man, I, I do a lot of like corporate jingle stuff. Yeah, and no, I'm like, totally. I'm not going to, unless it's like a super cool like yeah. spot that like people care about the, the, the aesthetic and the, <laughs> yeah. the, 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 you know, the, yeah. But, um, it's not all the time. I, I get to do those and I always record the tambourines and I always record the shakers and sure. like, uh, cool like percussive elements and stuff. But if it's just like a little a thing under like a, you know, a no budget healthcare spot. Yeah. Man, those shaker loops will pull you right <laughs> yeah, through. You just need a little shaker flavor in there, then it's fine. Well, yeah. Yeah. Just uh, a little rhythm. Yeah. And I mean, for folks who haven't done it out there who might be hearing this, playing a shaker well is harder than you would think it is. Especially you know if what? you're playing it like for a three yeah. minute song or something like that and you're trying to do it in a take. Like it is hard. Yeah. You know what my trick is? Hmm. Uh, you want like if the, wherever the shaker starts, yeah. I usually I usually start playing before it needs to start. Yes, of course. And then I and then yep. I cut the front off because you're always going to have lag at the at the beginning yep. unless you're some sort of weird weird robot. So true, so true. But even even once you do that, like where you start and you give it a few counts before the song comes in, even with that, and it's probably just me. I'm not a percussionist, so I you know I I get off. Like it, it's it's yeah. not it's not dead on every time. And so you no. just want to get a take where it's like I don't have to adjust it so much that it feels weird. Um yeah, you know. So it takes practice. It does, yeah. And I don't, I don't care to practice the shaker. I'm all, no. I'm all good on that. So I hear uh, you. Yeah. Well, you got any, uh, you got any movies uh, coming up that you're planning to watch? Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can, I can watch one of those as well, and we'll have some, some stuff to talk about if we do more bonus episodes like this. Yeah. Um, well, here's one uh, that it's too bad that like because you're not going to pay twenty dollars to watch oh, this movie. Oh right. Yeah. Um, but what's <clears throat> one cool thing that's happening is that a lot of the big studios are. Uh, releasing some movies uh, oh, early on this. iTunes. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. And I pre-ordered Birds of Prey, which oh, comes out Tuesday. Cool, now. cool, cool. Um, because I I loved that movie. Oh, really? Like, I'm so disappointed huh. that we might not get another one because... Did it not do well? People people just didn't go watch it. Um, sure. I think a lot of people just didn't like the su- like, Suicide Squad movie made bank. Yeah. A lot of people didn't like it, so they're like, well, a, a movie just about yeah. Harley. It's like, man, it's just, it's it's a bop. It's a blast. Yeah. Bop. Birds of Prey bop. <laughs> That's very good. Right? That's very good. Yeah. Um, That's good. But uh, the scores, uh, the score was uh, written by Daniel Pemberton, who's like one of my mm-hmm. favorites. He's just always kind of thinking outside of the box. He's sure. not like, he's done some orchestral scores, but like, he did the score for um, uh, the British comedy that you. Oh yeah, Peep Show. That's who it was. Peep Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was he, just. He took I was a recorder just... out to a well. Yeah. 
and he he made a bunch yeah. of sounds with his mouth down yep. the well recording it and then pl- and then loaded all that into a sampler sure. and then he made the score for that show out yeah. of those those sounds and like you can tell dumped. like if you know that you yeah. can listen to it and mm-hmm. be like oh yeah that makes sense yeah yeah that's very cool but yeah so yeah birds of prey was dope uh, nice. it was written written by uh written by a a, a woman scream, screenwriter uh-huh. directed by uh a uh, an asian american woman mm-hmm. Uh, and it's her second feature, so it's one of those things where it's like gotcha. she did a feature, it did well at Sundance. Cool. And uh, I think that one was, um, uh, you know, non a non English movie. So I think this yeah. is actually her first English speaking movie. Gotcha. Um, and man, it's just so fun. Like I I can't recommend it enough for people to like. Yeah. You know, if you're tired of like the same kind of comic book movie, but like. Mm-hmm you still like those characters like this is the movie really like, this is the movie it yeah. feels like a guy Ritchie style <sighs> i'm just so disappointed <laughs> because like yeah i went in not expecting much sure and i left thinking like man this is shot beautifully sure it's funny yeah it's there's action there's violence there's some heart like yeah huh it's just good. Well, I need to I need to figure out a way to see it. Um, you're correct. Yeah. I'm not going to pay twenty bucks to see it, but <laughs> but I do need to figure out a way to see it. Um, yeah. yeah. So you got that. Um, would you? Uh, do you have any interest in watching uh, Mouth of Madness? Because that's something we probably would both uh, have yeah. access to. Yeah, um, I do. It's Carpenter. It's you know could be good for like a bonus episode, not for a. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, here, you are you ready for the the scoop? The oh, inside yeah. scoop oh, in yeah. my brain. Give me the scoop. I have never seen John Carpenter's The Fog. Whoa. Okay. And you, it's fine. Yeah. It, you have. I've. I've been trying to buy it for a long time, and yeah. he, you just can't buy it. Really? Um. Unless you buy it, find a copy on iTunes. Okay. Or I'm not. I'm not on iTunes. I'm sorry. Like on, on Amazon eBay or something. Or so? Oh. Okay. eBay. Yeah. Yeah. You can rent it. Yeah. And we had a, a funny conversation over text the other day, you and I. Yeah. About renting versus purchasing <laughs> yeah. digital, and I. Yeah. I don't want to rent something because I feel like I'm throwing my money away. Sure, you've, it feels and ephemeral. It me, yeah, yeah, and it, it feels it gives me anxiety. I want to own it. Yeah, but then you ruined my, <laughs> you cracked my world open when you were like, "Well, it's digital." Yeah, and if if you know if yeah. iTunes lose the loses the rights to sell it, it just goes away. Yeah, just, so yeah. like you're paying more for something that may not last. Yeah, and it might, but at the same time, it's it's yeah. I think thinking yeah. about that as ownership is a is a trick that they've played on us. <laughs> yeah, no, you're 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 right. Yeah, but then again, I mean, I'm not I'm not slamming it because you you know you've only got room for so many movies and you know things physical you know yeah. art art things in your house. So yeah, uh, well that's interesting. I I would like to see the fog. I don't know that I've seen that either, but. Uh, yeah. Oh, so you're you're there too. Yeah, I'm there too for sure. I've I've I know the score backwards and forwards though. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. Nice. Is it John yeah. Carpenter? Yep. It is. It's. Of course I mean, it is. I'm sure. I'm sure you've heard lots of it. Yeah, probably. Um, and you just probably just don't know it was the fog. Yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, um, if that works for you, that works for me. I've enjoyed doing this episode. You got anything yeah, else you want to throw it, in? It's Are you been feeling good? Feeling good? All right. Mm. Good deal. I don't think so. I mean, we could do more. So, I mean, one one thing I do want to say to folks um, is that, um, and we may have said this at the beginning. I don't remember, but uh, is that essentially this is not replacing our normal output. We're going to continue to release regular episodes, um, yeah, weekly. But we just we're home, and we feel like this is a fun way to connect with everybody who might be listening. And hopefully, you can put this on while you're washing dishes or cleaning your house yeah. or doing whatever, washing your hands. 
Yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna release this uh, in place of an episode, or is this gonna be an additional? Like, I thought I would just release this additionally, honestly. Yeah. Because uh, on uh, Wednesday, on Wednesday, you get your your uh, your uh, your quarantine episode. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Whenever. Um. I'll probably just whenever. <laughs> yeah. I'll release it. Uh. Before long, but we'll have regular episodes up on Mondays, like regular. So word yep all right well um i think everybody should wash their hands and i'm curious if you concur doctor i do see ya bye thank you for listening dnn for more shows like this one visit rockcandyrecordings.com